welcome to the show. Vas is here. Good morning, Vas. Good morning. Hello, Rachel. Good morning. How are you both today? Very well, thank you. Well, it's you. nice to see you. Talking about, it's not Twins Fest, is it, Vas? What's it called? Twins Fest is the Minnesota Twins baseball team's traditional opening of the season that they do on the on the infield, and and twenty thousand people turn up to that. But Twins Days Fest, right, is two thousand pairs of twins from. All over the world, descending on Twinsville, Ohio, and it also draws scientists for research opportunities. Is it called Twinsburg or Twinsville? Twinsburg. All right. Um, twins and multiples. So you don't have to be a twin, but you do have to be a multiple. So it's it's, it's twins or more. Um, and I don't know if it's hosted by twins. If you work there or volunteer there, you have to be a twin. I like it, though. I like it. Beer and water headed there one day soon. 2023, open for business, 4th to the 6th of August. Twins Days. Felix is here with a trio of coffees. Yay! Yay! Morning, Felix. Morning. Thank you, Felix. I'm very well, Felix. Felix, we've got this author on today. He's a he's a genius, yeah. and he's called Thomas Erickson, and he's written this book called Surrounded by Idiots. I'm not sure about the title, I've got to be honest, but it does describe us all as either a red person, a yellow person, a green person, or a blue person. Have you read the book? Vassas has told me about yellow people, and I think I fit into that category. Isn't it funny that he's just told you about the colour that he thinks he is, <laughs> which is a yellow, such a yellow thing to do, isn't it, <laughs> Rachel? It fits. Yeah. Has he told you what Will said this morning when we were talking? No, about please, you tell me. So Vassos goes, um, Thomas, we, we're working out intros, and Vassos goes, oh, t- Thomas, Thomas Edison invented something. Uh, and, and obviously Vassos knows what Thomas Edison invented, and Will goes, the light bulb, as if we didn't know. And it's like, thank you, Will. Yeah. No, no, I don't. I'm, I'm, no, I think that Will may have been right, and Vassos didn't yeah, know. Because if Vassos did know, he'd be the first to tell you, because he's the yellow person. <laughs> Recognising a yellow is easy. He's the one talking all the time. He's the one who gives answers rather than asking questions, often answering questions that no-one's even asked. Literally. He answers question by telling a story that may or may not be relevant, but it doesn't matter because he'll put you in a cheerful mood. Besides, his, and this is the only reason I've stayed married for so long, his unshakably positive attitude also makes it impossible for you to be cross with him for too long. Well, like a Labrador. Can, can, can I just say I'm not sure about the last bit? <laughs> anyway, thank you, Felix. Thank you Great to see you, Felix. You. Uh, give us one piece of news from your life. Come on. Trying oh, to think about it. Um, I'm putting you on the spot. That's unfair. I apologise. I apologise. Um, what about your big three I'm, for the week? I'm looking forward to a very relaxing weekend. Going down to Sussex is all I can think about and doing absolutely nothing for the it's whole weekend. It's only Tuesday. I know. This, How old are you? All I can think How about. How old are you? 23. <laughs> I've been so busy. Oh, and I'm going to see George Ezra tonight. That's that's the big That's thing. pretty big news, isn't it? George Ezra. You need to lie down after that. Uh, thank you very much indeed, um, Felix. So, uh, what can we tell you? Eurovision fans ecstatic with UK's position in final running order, the perfect choice. So, they have a draw every year for who plays when in the running order. And we've come out 26. So, we are last. Now, we've actually been last in the competition quite recently. <laughs> but now we're last in the competition from a performing point of view, which increases our chances of not being last when it comes to vote. Because the later you're on, for some bizarre reason, the, the, the higher up the pecking order, you usually come. Because they remember your performance. Because it's so long. Yeah. So yeah. if you're a judge there, you know, and because they're, they're remote judges around the world, aren't they? So London and UK, please may we have your votes and things like that. And, you know, because it starts at, what's longer, the Oscars or Eurovision? Eurovision. No, it's not. The, the Oscars are long. The red carpet. Car- who used to do the red carpet? My friend Zana used to do the red carpet. Um, Zana was a friend of mine and Billy's and she used to work in fashion. And then she went over to America because she went out with her new boyfriend and he was American. And she went over to America and she started working in the fashion industry in New York. And then somebody just said, you'd be really good on the telly. And she, by the way, she wasn't that, she's not, Zana is a really, not that kind of person person. Um, but she is, she's lovely. She's really bubbly. She's really fizzy. But, she, you know, she doesn't really, she doesn't mind being the centre of attention, but she doesn't crave it. And they stuck her on the telly and she became massive on E! News. She was the, go- she, she may still be. Um, I don't know. And also, Kat Deedy was very big on the red carpet, wasn't she? Yeah. Very big. But the red carpet wasn't red over the weekend. Champagne. Champagne. Why would they do that? It's Real. the most famous red carpet in the world. Because they can if they want. It's fine. It's all right to shake it up. Oh, it could have gone Paisley. Yeah. Also, champagne carpets, you know... Nightmare sh- to keep paying. Exactly that. The oh. stains. <laughs> 
You know, if someone spills some red wine on that, yeah, not coming out in a hurry. Like a high colour shoe, which yeah. is real pain for it. my sham friends. Champagne for my real friends. Thank you. You're very welcome there over there. Can I just say, when it comes, when we're talking textures. The whole Gary Lineker story, right, which again is all over the papers today, it's not quite as prevalent as it was yesterday, but it's still pretty prevalent. It's sort of, it's taken a turn, um, depending on which paper you read. The thing that all I want to know now is where, is he, where did he get that check jacket from? It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like people, like Holly posts a picture of yeah. what she's wearing and that sells out every day in about a minute. I, I get that. Now. I didn't really get that before. Pastors, have you got his number? Can you text him? I get that now. Have you got Gary's number? <laughs> probably, of course he yeah. does. <laughs> what do you mean probably? You surely you must know if you've got Gary Lineker's number. Do. If I had yes, Gary Lineker's number, I would say, I would know. Text him and ask him Such a yellow thing from. to say. He's so yellow today, isn't he? Such a yellow person. What do you think of that? What do you think of that jacket? It's cool. It's isn't lovely. It? I did it's notice that. It's lumberjacky. I also really like his front door. Right. Okay. Well, you can you can have his front door. I'll have his jacket. <laughs> but I didn't know he had a dog. I had no idea he had Very a dog. Very sweet looking dog. Yeah, I suspect it's a rescue dog. I don't know why. Because he's that kind of guy. Yeah. Well, also I think it's I think it's a it's a looks like a mongrel, doesn't it? Probably maybe like the most highfalutin pedigree dog in the world. <laughs> um, do you have his number? I don't. Of course you don't, because if you did, you would know. Are you sure you don't? By the way, why did you think you might? <laughs> because you've worked with him loads, and you go, oh, give me your number, because I'll go down and order the Hang lunches, and I might need to call you to tell you if, mm. you know, there's no lasagna. That's what I thought. Yeah. But it turns out not. I don't believe you. Because now I've read the book about what kind of person you are. And it <laughs> co- by the way, it confirms everything I've ever thought about you. Yeah. Um, you know, the whole Gary Lineker story has been rumbling for like a week and a half now. And if I had Gary Lineker's number, I would just secretly be giggling to myself, chuckling to myself. I might give him a call, see how it's going. So that's what I would think. Haven't you thought that? That's because you're a red and I'm a yellow. Ooh. And I don't think like that. <laughs> OK. Right, so suspected bird trapped in wall. It turns out to be a stuffed Harry Potter toy. That's... Very Can we to- stop referring to soft toys as stuffed? <laughs> you but don't need... Are. No, but it's a waste of oxygen. Yeah, but it's like saying a wheeled car. Cars no. have wheels. No, because it's Soft toy... toys are stuffed. Yeah, I, I, I accept it's a soft it. Toy. If you use the word soft, then I accept it. But just a toy, you could say a, a stuffed toy. No, I'm not having it. I'm not having it. Okay. Arcapops are out. Very E-bikes red, are in to now measure inflation. I don't know why that is. Arcapops and CDs have lost their place in the shopping basket used to measure UK inflation, making way for electric bikes and frozen berries. Always a fun time when they do a rejig of the basket. Were you here for the chat about frozen berries, the lady on TikTok? No. There's a lady on TikTok and all she does is freeze things. And it sounds okay. like crazy, but you know when people go specific, it's awesome. Niche. Yeah, neat. Go, if you want to get rich, go niche. Yeah. That's what they say in America. If you want to go broke, go woke. They also say that, don't they? But she just freezes things. And all she does is every day she freezes... It's usually ice cubes. I think it's only ice cubes. She just gives you a novelty new ice cube every day. Okay. You, you, do you have ice trays in your house? No. Oh, do you have an ice machine? Yeah. All right. Did you used to have ice trays? Yes. And did you think, oh, my goodness me, we've run out of ice now? Yeah. Because you, 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 you bend it and mm-hmm. you have... Sometimes they never go in the glass, do they? When, you're lucky no, to get one in the glass. All over the counter. All over the, the worktops. Yeah. And you think, oh, that's the ice all gone now. Well, you know, she came up with this genius idea, make loads of those and empty them all into a tray and have your own ice draw. Amazing. In, but it's obvious, isn't it? Yeah. Then she does all the different novelty ices. She's great. I like her a lot. Um, so I don't know why Alcapops have exited the basket. Maybe they're less popular nowadays. Must be. Do you think so? Mm. Um, Eurovision fans, we've done that one. Influencer who married herself, now considering divorce. She say why? Well, it's been 24 hours. That's probably why. Okay, she lost interest. She probably didn't yes. get the likes. She probably didn't get the traction she was yeah. hoping for. The 24-hour itch. All the sponsorship deals, all the follows. <laughs> I don't know. Should we read on? Yeah. A woman who allegedly married herself has instigated divorce proceedings after spending just one day in her own company. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, I love stories like this. No, because the world is mad. It's bonkers to be human. Yeah. And she's just taken it to the extreme. And she's not hurting anyone. Well, she's apart from herself, obviously. Sophie Ma first announced the move back in February alongside photos of herself in a long white veil and gold tiara. I think we covered that, didn't we? I think we talked about her on the show. Anyway, today, in the most spurious moments of my life, I bought a wedding dress and cooked a wedding cake to marry myself. However, despite the support from some followers, it seems the loved-up solo bride was soon up questioning her commitment. As just a day later, she declared that divorce was imminent. <laughs> what was in her cake? I love that story, because it's so stupid. 
Uh, man quits job to become full-time flat pack furniture assembler on £35,000. We'll book him. We'll, 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 yeah. We've got a month's work for you there. Yeah. Because we all want to be good at it. But you need all, you do need the tools. You do need the drill on the slow turn. You, you've been on a drill course. You know, you know how to screw with a drill, don't you? Yes. Do you? No. Well, I you sort of forgotten. <laughs> I think it's so impressive when they just turn, turn, yeah. turn <laughs> the heat there. Goes, <laughs> it's great. I don't know. I don't know how any of that works. It's magic. I don't know how any of that works. I'm sure it's so simple. Suspected. I thought I've done that one. Um, Tiny Data Centre used to heat public swimming Love pool. Love this story. So this is a great story. The heat generated by a washing machine-sized data centre is being used to heat a whole Devon public swimming pool. The computers inside the wire box are surrounded by oil to capture the heat enough to heat the pool to about 30 degrees, 60% of the time, saving Exmouth Leisure Centre thousands of pounds. And also saving the company who run the the, the, the washing machine-sized data centre thousands of pounds because they don't need to pay for it to be cooled. Yeah. So uh, Win-win. Another great story. World's first nasal spray to treat migraines gets US approval, which is fantastic, isn't it? I've never had a migraine, but I know that people... Moira used to have lots of migraines. Frothy Coverman had lots of migraines as well. Um, and, I mean, you know, awful. Awful. Killers. Debilitating. Yeah. yeah, totally. Caroline gets migraines, and, yes, if a nasal spray could sort that out, that would be very, very I'm welcome. I'm sure she gets migraines. <laughs> Poor Caroline. One permanent headache. Married to a yellow... <laughs> What do you think Caroline is? Yeah, what do you think Caroline is? Don't say blue. Because blue is your get out. I can tell. I can tell where you're going with this. Because I, I now know. I, I, I know that everything I suspect about you is true from a character point of view. So now I know that you want to you want to picture her as a blue to endear yourself to her because that's what a yellow would do. Is she really a red? She's not a red. She's not a red. <laughs> no, she's not a red. I think she's probably a yellow. I think you're a yellow too. I think Mary's a green. Jesus was a green. Gandhi was a green. Bill Gates is a blue. Mm-hmm. Um, and Einstein was a blue. Um, Jimmy Carter, he was a green, wasn't he? I think. Jimmy Carter was a green. What do you think she is anyway? Come on, you procrastinate. It's not like I you. I was this. hoping you'd forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't. Red or yellow or green or blue. What is Caroline to you? I think she's a sort of yellow green, bluey red. No, it's just she's yellow green because she's relationship orientated. He's got his voice. He's doing his voice. Natural combination. I think she's like the perfect combination Mm. of the best two colours, which are yellow and green. And I love her. (laughs) That way said. All right. Gary Lineker's checked. It's sort of a lumberjack-esque kind of jacket, isn't it? It just looks great. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not bothered about clothes, but. I suddenly get why people want to click on to, you know, online news sites because they have this facility, don't they, where they tell you, regardless of what the story is, usually regardless of what the story is, it's not too serious. And they'll say, oh, by the way, um, if you fancy one of these, they're, they're this many pounds from th- these outlets. But we don't know where. Gary Lineker's, um, well, how would you describe that, Mira? How would you describe that, Rachel? What's it like? It's, it's like a slightly fitted... Because it's not oversized. It's lumberjacky, it's isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. Is, is it a lumberjacket? Sort of to the hip. <laughs> Can you have a lumberjacket? What about that lumberjacket? There you go. Can you get them? It's in blue as well, not red and black. Because you'd expect it to be red and black, but it's in, it's, it's in blue and black. I really like it. It's very nice. Um, it's but, like your bell staff jacket. Do you think so? Yeah. But in, in what way? In the, in the fit. Oh, in the fit? Yeah. All right, because you can gather the bell staff jacket in at the waist, okay. aren't you? By the way, um, bell staff jackets have a life of their own. You know, you, when you when you if you're considering buying a bell staff jacket, it's like it's like honestly, it's like it's not quite um, like rehoming an animal. But I think I think there is a home visit involved. I think they come and check out the environment. You know, Fair enough. Um, whether there's enough space for it, whether you're going to be kind to it, and any kids in the house. You know, how how will they be with your bell staff jacket? And when it gets dirty, as they do. Because you usually wear them for rough and ready things unless you're posing in them around town, which I don't. Well, I do, but I don't mean to because I have them. Anyway, to get them cleaned, you have to give them back to Bell staff. That's what you do. I think it costs about the same as it costs on the place to clean. But anyway, you yeah, go. that's that. How do we find... Piers Morgan has Gary Lineker's phone number and one of us must have Piers Morgan's. I just want to phone Gary and say, oh, Chris, I can't talk. I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to come on the show. I don't care about that, Gary. I just want to know where you got your jacket from. Please? <laughs> It'll be the most welcome question he's asked, mm. been asked for a good while, I would say. Yeah. Mark Wogan's got it. Mark Wogan, he is very fashiony. 
Yeah. Mark Wogan's on the show now, actually, because uh, he's here. All right. Big intro, please, Vassars. He's the son of Sir Terry turned super chef turned pizza professional <laughs> who texts us so many contributions to the show, we should probably pay him a salary. He's here this morning <laughs> to help Chris cook his roadkill, but he's also responsible for Jumpsuit Friday. So please welcome <laughs> the Wogan with the slogan. It's Mark Wogan. Morning, Mark. Good morning, and thank you for that, Vassos. That was <laughs> pleasure, uh, Mark. That was massively overstated. Thank you. Uh, but brilliant to have you here. You do take us all the time. We're good pals. We live very close to each other. Um, you are responsible for jumpsuit. Friday. I'm sorry about that. No, you're pulling a lot of strings. I love it, and they're all good. The strings that you pull to do the show are good. Right, well, I'm right. a big fan. I'm a listener. I know you genuinely are a listener. And I'm really grateful, I, and I'm really grateful that we've got a proper friendship. Um, you know, your dad's no longer around, but we are proper friends, and I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, right, tell us about Roadkill. Well, when you mentioned that you had picked up a pheasant <laughs> yes. off the road, yes. I was slightly horrified as to what condition it was in uh-huh. and what the hell you were going to do with it. Okay. So I set out a few guidelines. Thank you. Which was obviously <laughs> okay. to point out you hadn't broken the law because you hadn't run it over. Yes. Because it belongs to the landowner. Right. Right. So if it's on the road, that's technically the council. Okay. So they're not going to chase after no, you. I don't think so. But then it's about what condition is it in. Right, okay. You know, so if it's just been sort of gently glanced by a vehicle. Yes. It's probably okay to eat. <laughs> okay. Well, there were no, no visible injuries at all. No squishing, no squashing, no blood, no guts, nothing. Okay. Okay. So. Yes. You have a pheasant. I have a pheasant. Okay. Would you like, a pic- would you like to see a picture? Show me a picture okay, of this hang pheasant. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Uh, there you go. There is the pheasant in the back of the car. See that now? Yeah, that <laughs> strangely still looks alive I know, in the hands it's, it's of your so, children. So fresh that it looks yes. alive. That so, and it was still warm. Very, very warm. So recently departed. Yeah, and also that road's a very. It's the Henley Road, you know the Henley yeah. Road. It's a very busy road, so I'm thinking it maybe happened one or two cars in front of us because it was in a position where it could easily get squished in a, a few more car passes. Okay. Yeah. So now, look, we don't want to encourage people to drag a badger out of a storm drain no. or anything I like that ever. or start we'll cooking stuff, it. Although, stuff things. Although there are a range of... No, don't stuff things. No. But there are a range of uh, things you can eat. I mean, hedgehog is quite popular. Right. Uh, but it's very important. Best way, to, best way to cook a hedgehog? Go on. Wrap it in clay. Really? And then bake it in the oven. Have we ever done that? No, of okay. course not. But... <laughs> Because when when you crack the clay at the end, yes. all the spines come off with the clay. No. Yeah. How to despine a hedgehog? Yeah. I mean, preferably it's already past the hedgehog. Yeah. No, we shouldn't be doing hedgehog. A pizza oven would be perfect for that, Mark. It would. It would. Exactly the right temperature. All right. Get a nice crust on the clay. Below. What else? Um, I mean, you can... I mean, people eat fox. Yeah. You've got to cook it for a long time. Have you have you tasted any of these? Oh, do you not want I to talk haven't. about? I haven't. There's there's that old joke about hedgehog right. when somebody who was experienced in eating hedgehogs uh-huh. got asked mm-hmm. what does it taste like, mm-hmm. to which they replied, a bit like chicken and a bit like cat. <laughs> like cats? It's like no. I mean, your dad famously said everything. His his two big culinary on air um, uh, sort of bants were everything tastes like chicken, mm-hmm. yeah, and also the mango thing. Oh yes. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, the, he he he. He said the only way to peel a mango is in the bath. No, no, with a friend uh, over the sink, shirtless. Shirtless. I think over... I think once he said in the bath with a friend. Yeah, I mean, the bath with a friend can work as well, <laughs> but no, he he mainly ate fruit over the sink. Got it. Uh, he he wasn't the cook in the house. Right. That was mother. Yeah. An exceptional cook. We all grew up uh, around fantastic I've food. Cooking. It is unbelievable. Uh, although he did invent one of the greatest breakfast dishes of all time. Come on. Which was the buttered sausage. <laughs> so what you do is you take a sausage yes. and you bite just the end off it. Uh-huh. And then you get very cold butter and you butter it on the top and then you eat that as well. Because... See, that makes there's not a tummy rumble. That, there's that there's not enough fat in a sausage, is oh. there? So add more. Fat is flavour. Yeah. Wow. All right, so back to roadkill. Back to roadkill. Your roadkill in particular. Uh-huh. Now, all birds benefit from a bit of brining. Brining? Yes. Can we talk about hanging first, or do you want to go into brining? I'm not a big fan of hanging. So uh, we're, Be- Because if you hang it, yes. traditionally what you should do mm. to sort of alleviate the deep 
flavour of hanging yes. is you soak it in milk overnight. Oh, I've not done that. No. Okay. But how long have you... You've had it since Sunday. Well, you see, the thing was, when it was freshly deceased, yes. dispatched, whatever you'd like to say, the most tasteless way you could say it. Um, it was warm and it was limp and it was fresh and it was, you know, um, field to fork, you know, ready. But then we went out for a bike ride. We came back and honestly, rigor mortis had begun to set in and the kids thought the bird had come back to life because it had its body back and its legs were out straight. And therefore we had to hang it because we've got to let rigor mortis do its thing because we, we missed the window of oppor fresh opportunity. Is that right or not? That is right. OK. I mean, I prefer pheasant as fresh as possible right. and really only the breast so could we have eaten it straight away then? yes right okay absolutely i didn't know that um oh. but now what i would do is yes you know you know i i assume from what you were saying yesterday you know the trick for getting it's yes really, yes i do you know. stand on the wings you stand you on go. the wings but it's very important yep. that your feet are as close to the body as possible yep, I know. and yep. give it a good Yank. It's, it's two, three seconds. It's, it's, it's like not a magic particularly trick. glamorous. It's not glamorous and it looks barbaric, but look, the thing's dead. Mm. It was killed accidentally. We're going to eat it. It's not died in vain. Yes. Exactly. That's, that's how I'm mitigating all that. Exactly. So, what I would do is get those breasts and put them in, if you've got time, <laughs> put them in a little bit of a brine. Right. So, you get a litre of water, yes. 80 grams of sugar, uh -huh. 80 grams of salt, yep. a couple of crushed juniper berries, some bay leaves, and maybe some lemon rind. Nice. Heat that up. Let it go cold. He's good, isn't he? Pop, the, <laughs> pop, the, pop the pheasant meat in that. Uh -huh. Four to eight hours, right. ideally overnight. Oh God, you're so, um, so looking at Wednesday. Uh, Thursday. Yeah, no, well, I mean, you know, right, good things enough. take time. Yes, okay. And then I would, I, you know, we, we mentioned James Blunt's um, KFP. KFP. Yeah, Kensington yes, Fried. Yeah, partridge actually. He's, he's he, did, yeah. he did partridge. Partridge, yeah. Okay. Now there is <laughs> there is a crumb that goes on it, which is fantastic. Right. Right. So you do your seasoned flour and your egg. Yes. But then, you know, cars cheese melts. Oh, I don't. To be which which do we know cars cheese yeah, melts. Yeah, those little crackers. Yeah. Those delicious which, little crackers. You okay. put them in your mouth Sorry, and they I just do. dissolve. I was well, more cheese are, than crackers. They are without a doubt the finest savoury biscuit known to you. Okay. Agreed. Fair enough. Right. Crush those up. Nice. Pane, you know, seasoned flour. Yep. Maybe even a little bit of Cajun spice. In the no egg yolk. Flour. We're not talking about... Yeah, yeah. So you go All right. flour, egg yolk, flour again. Yes. Egg yolk again, and then into that crumb. What's that process called? It's called something. Panning. Is that panning? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. I did that with some veal. You do that with yeah. veal. Would yeah, you yeah. do that with a schnitzel? You do that with a schnitzel. Okay. You can it. hammer out a piece of chicken and do it Bayard style. Bayard. And then quite a bit of oil... In a in a in a sort of deep sided shallow pan, literally four minutes. Flip it over if it needs. That it. is awesome. That bit of garlic mayonnaise. Yeah. But always remember, boil your garlic beforehand. I just love. I could live on garlic, by the way. Right. I Bo could live. Boil on the garlic if you're going to make mayonnaise with it. It takes that acidity out of it. I would like. I would like to roast some garlic and just use it as little squidgies out out of its own cloves. Mm. I'd like to do that as yeah. well. No, that's very nice. If that I was, makes a lovely mayonnaise too. This, that's all fantastic, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to do that. Or any okay. of what you just said. Okay. But I will do it for the next version. Or when I host Saturday Kitchen, because they want me to host Saturday Kitchen. Okay. Not just apparently, they want to host it, which is very convenient for Carfest and all this kind of stuff. Um, why don't you come on? Because the happy pair are going to come on that week. Okay. And you come on. And why don't you do that pheasant thing that you're talking about? Okay. But can we then comfy the legs? Yes. And make the pheasant leg and bread sauce croquettes. Yes, we can. Now the pheasant legs are different because they're very sinewy mm. and they're different. They're, they're literally they might may as well be a different animal yeah. to the breast. They couldn't be more different, could they? I mean, it's like if you're doing a turkey, it's the same thing. Is it? Is it? But is it not that time? That time you know, ten no, X. It's very sinewy. But you, I always like yeah. on, a, on like Christmas Day, mm -hmm. you do you bone out the you bone out the breast yes. and you stuff the breast. On its own, not not like from a taxidermy kind of way. No, okay. No. It's just we're not, like sage we're not looking and to mount it on stuffing. the mantelpiece. Yeah. We're looking to roast it. Sell it. You want a little memory? Some no. kind of glass dome. Sorry, Mark. And then, <laughs> and then you confit off the legs separately. So what does confit mean? So you immerse the leg completely. Salt it first uh -huh. for a few hours. Yeah, yeah. Then you immerse it in. Duck fat with bay leaf and other other flavours that you might like, peppercorns, a bit mm. of blade mace, that kind of thing. And you cook it really slowly for about four hours till it's 
at that point where it falls off the bone. You can do that a couple of days in advance. You can do it a week in advance yeah. and then leave it in the fridge in the duck fat. Okay. And then you take it out and just whack it in a really hot oven so the skin crisps up. It's the best way to eat turkey legs. Your dad loved game, didn't he? What was your sister? He loved well, all food. Really. Right. <laughs> he, he was a man who was not shy of eating in any way, shape, yeah, all or form. The food. All, all the food. All the food. And he was, he was a terrible picker as well. So if you were the cook... Yeah. Which would he, myself, would he be hovering? He would hover yeah. appallingly. <laughs> and you know that thing where you, you've roasted the meat off, you're, you, you just want it to rest. Yes. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. He'd come and pick it in. Yeah. And then all the juices. Go and look out. at your knighthood. Yeah. But, <laughs> that, but <laughs> yes. he did pay the price for this once. Go on. So after Sunday lunch, uh -huh. you've got the remnants left on the chopping board. And he would always having stuffed his face at the table, would then go into the kitchen and continue to eat off the carving board. <laughs> and on this particular Sunday, I think it was lamb, yes. he picked up a piece of lamb, threw go. it into his mouth, started chewing. It was a wasp. Yes! Oh, <laughs> oh was he all right? <laughs> he was fine. Because he, he said, well, tastiest things I've ever had. <laughs> Alex did that with Do a, have any more? a wasp in a can. <laughs> oh. What about wasp in a can, wasp? is that yeah, a new drink? Oh. Well, he drank yeah. it and the wasp stung him. So good. Very quickly, very quickly, mm. can we pan fry the breast quickly t yes. tonight? Yeah, you can pan fry the breast. So a little bit of oil on the breast. Off the bone. Off the bone. <laughs> and then yep. just, I would hammer it out a bit. You're right, okay. Cellophane and, or not cellophane? Yeah, okay. cellophane or even like a freezer bag. Okay. And just a, tap, tap. Just a heavy pan. Yep. Give it, it a whack. Yep. Um, I think it's really nice with Cajun spices, or so you could mix up, or you could mix up a little bit of cumin, salt, black pepper, and some cayenne pepper, or some hot smoked. Paprika. What am I putting in the pan? I know all that because that's going right. to go in the pan. Am I putting butter or oil? Oil and butter. Oil and butter. Oil and butter. Salted it, it butter needs, or not salted butter? Yeah, it needs the fat. It needs, it needs, the, needs fat. the fat. And am I spooning it over? Yes, browning it and spooning it. But over. you're not going to cook it for very long. I'm, I'm going to put it in the oven afterwards, or no? no? You, right. you hammer it out flat okay. and you want to give it about two minutes each side and then it re let it rest for a minute. Right, like a minute steakish yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, and any can I do a very quick sauce with that, like a white wine and shallot sauce? Well, or? off that, what you could do is, which would be really lovely with it, if you took out the Cajun oil, if you just did that in salt and pepper, yep. and then afterwards uh, deglaze the pan you yes. know, with a little white I love a bit of that. Yeah, a little it's white wine. The kids love that. Reduce that by half. Instagram loves even, that. Even flame it off. Yeah. Flambe. Yeah, a bit flambe. of flambe. Yeah. And then a teaspoon of um, whole grain mustard yes. and a little bit of um, double cream. Got it. All right. And great. just reduce that down, that over it. If you want to get a bit more exciting, you could fry some you could fry some mushrooms off yep. in the in in the cooking fat yep. and then deglaze and then What am I drinking with this? <sighs> I think I think it's 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 gotta be um, a burgundy, red burgundy. Red okay, Burgundy. Red Burgundy got it. Um, anything else you'd like to say, Mark, before we say farewell? Uh, I love listening to you. Thank you very much. You, you, are, the, you are the crown prince of radio. And what about Vassos? He's the font of all knowledge. <laughs> Thank you. It's yes. like the plug. Yeah. <laughs> and, the plug. And, 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 the plug and the font. And Rachel is the calmness. Yes, thank you, Rachel. Thank you. And a calm mind is a useful mind. Great to have you on the show, Mark. Anytime, mate. Anytime. Thank you know you. that. It's lovely. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for your wisdom. And cue the snow. Cue the snow? Cue the snow. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's snowing. <laughs> it's actually snowing. What, what's going on? What's going on? Let's not, let's, not, let's not ask that. Let's not ask what's going on with the weather, because um, I only fear the worst. Let's ask instead what's going on with our next brilliant guest, Vassos. Over to you. He's the behavioural expert who's got clowns to the left of him, jokers to the right, and here he is, stuck in the middle with us. His best-selling book, Surrounded by Idiots, is out now. So, gimme, 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 a Swedish sensation who'll help with knowing me, knowing you. It's Thomas Ericsson. Hi, Thomas. Hi there. <laughs> Welcome to the show. All right, so we're either red, we're either yellow, we're either green, or we're either blue, and we've read your book, and we have to agree with you. We can't not agree with you. You can be a tinge of something else, but you're basically one colour, is that right? Well, you're basically one colour, I guess, uh, but basically you're some sort of combination. That's the most common thing. Right. Two colours. Uh, in your case, I'm not sure. You have another colour. 
Yeah. <laughs> but I've, I've been watching you all morning now. So. Have you? See, I think I, I think I'm red. I don't want to be red. Um, you know, I know red can be useful. Uh, I think I, I think I'm red. With, I want to be red with a tinge of green. That's my wish. That's my hope. That's my dream. Uh, why don't you, hmm. for people who haven't read the book and we want to get pushed towards the book, tell us about red, yellow, green, and blue first of all, please. Well, this is the old disc profile with with the colours added for a pedagogical reason, just to remember them. Uh, I mean, it, it's a matter of extroversion versus introversion. Toss orientation people orientation that's right. that's called it so yeah red people dominant ones fast forward thinkers you know competitive uh, pointing at you with a full hand and 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 wanted to win everything all the time interrupting constantly. no small talk Small talk, what is that? Exactly. Speed up, you know, life is short now, let's get going here. Come right? on! Let's, come on, come on. Are we moving to the yellow part now, you know? Stop talking, that's the red of red kind of character. Some people think they are pretty harsh a little bit. Yes. Even aggressive maybe, but that's because they are, you know, very ambitious, extremely yeah. ambitious. Yeah, that's the yeah, unattractive you, aspect you, of it. You have to love them. The yellow ones are also extroverted, but people-oriented. That's the smiley ones, positive thinkers, open-minded, you know, and, and the sun is shining all the time. And even <laughs> though you look outside now and you see it's actually snowing, yeah, 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 but the sun is always shining somewhere, right? Yeah. You know, you have to stay positive. And creative people, a lot of people are creative, but I mean, these people, the yellow ones, some of them haven't touched ground since, I don't know, the late 90s or something. So, and, and, and you know, so here we have the small talkers, excellent uh, co communicators, and everything sounds brilliant and fascinating. And they will give you their morning in detail and, and their dog and their weekend and everything. And, and let me tell you an interesting anecdote. And you have to pay attention. It's going to be entertaining. Whether you like it or not. Whether you like it or not. And, 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 and they will look at you and ask you questions. They will never listen to the answers because let me tell you about me. <laughs> You've nailed him. Oh, I'm uh, so sorry. So tell Please us about uh, Gandhi, Michelle Obama, Jesus and Green. <laughs> <laughs> A good cue. The well, the green people are, are also relation-oriented, but they are introverts, so they are much more calmer, caring, sharing, very friendly, very kind, helpful. They love to help people out with anything, and what can I do for you? And please don't put me in the center of anything. I would love to sort of stay a little bit to the side there, and, 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 and they don't like... They don't like uh, they don't like a conflict, so they will agree with everybody about everything all the time, which is kind of tricky because that will put them in conflict, obviously, constantly, because you can't agree with everybody all the time. And, and what they loathe or maybe even hate is changes. Changes, you know. Who asked for changes? It was better before. Well, maybe it wasn't better, but it's worse now, isn't it? <laughs> yes, so good. So, you know, green people, they, they, they will, let's stay put and see what happens and nobody touch anything and don't mess things up and just, you know, stand still and shh, shh, take it easy, right? Yeah. And the fourth character, the blue one, there you have the introverted, task-oriented person that gives you an engineer or, or an accountant, perhaps. Facts, logic, details, details, lots of details. Did I mention details? Excel <laughs> sheets, spreadsheets, you know, and everything. And, and it's snowing. Are you sure how much is it? Is it landing snow? How much will it be? And when did it start? When it's going to end? You know, <laughs> can we turn it off? And all these questions. And you try to answer them, but you can't because, you know, they also have a, they have a document full of more questions. They read the manual in all languages, the original one. I saw it was in German. There's been some annoying translational errors. Let's have it in German. But you don't speak German. I can learn, you know, because this is interesting. Fascinated about everything. So those are the basics. And you can be a combination of, statistically speaking, two colors is the most common. It could be any combination. Yeah, and what, there's so much interesting about that. I mean, you're wearing blue today. Are you doing that I, on purpose? Are you, do, you, do you define yourself as a blue person? Yes and no. I am one of the complex ones because I have tons of blue in me. I also have equally much red in me. Right. So I am task-oriented mostly, but I also I'm struggling with this because the reds that, that's the accelerator and the blue factor that's that's the brakes. Right. And when you push all the, the pedals at the same time as you know it's going to be a strange drive, it's going to be a bumpy drive there. I have some yellow in me which I usually bring out in these kind of situations. On stage I'm mostly yellow, otherwise it's going to be kind of sort of boring and short, right? So so I have to do some I'm working with edutainment I would like to call it. 
Um, but yes, but I know I have a high self-awareness. So I know this. As a so, young man, I was mostly yellow, but that didn't work at all. So. Is this is this why combinations <laughs> of people work? Because when it's when it's you know two or three or four even traits within one person, it can sort of figure itself out. But there's this inner conflict. And it's very hard to talk to yourself about yourself, and you have the commentary going on all the time. Whereas if you meet if you meet your external um, blue, if you're a red, that can be really constructive and useful. Of course, I mean. Okay, cliche number one. We all need we, we need a different of characters. We do. Yes. I mean, this is about behaviors. It's not about personalities per se, but it's about behaviors which show says, says something about personality. But it doesn't say everything. And uh, some people say all models are wrong, but some are helpful. And we have to use this with a sort of a grain of salt. Of course, we can't live our lives by any model, not this one also. But it can gives you, it gives you guidance. It gives you some sort of foundation to understand. If you are lacking blue, go to the blue guy and say, "Do you know how to find this or that?" Yes. And he will bring it up and say, "Yeah, I, I have this document here because I'm well prepared." You know, and if you need somebody who will make a decision, you go to the red guy and say, "Could you please help us to yeah go to the left." Are you still here? You know, so you can help each other out. But you need you so need good, you man. need a dialogue. You need to talk about how you talk. You need to communicate about your communication. Let's say. Yeah, I've made loads of I've made loads of marks in the book and highlights. Things, I but, see that. Uh, but I just I don't really know where because you're so good at talking about it. So if you look at Lennon and McCartney, for example, you know one of the famous most famous double acts in the world. You know, you one would imagine for having read your book, I would imagine having read your book that Lennon is probably red and McCartney's probably blue. Um, that's that would that would that does that work for you? Do, have I got the hang of it or not? Well, let's try that out and see. <laughs> well, because McCartney, sort of. McCartney was he was sort of the wordsmith and the worker, and he was like, we need to be here, we need to sort this out, mm, and mm. he was an organizer, and he was all about the detail. And mm. Lennon used to come in fiery, you know, yeah, and yeah. you know, last minute this, that, and the other again, no small talk, really. I don't suppose, you know. Mm, in mm. fact, the four Beatles were probably the four different colors, weren't they? Maybe that's why they were so successful, perhaps. Maybe. Ooh, <clears throat> interesting. I'm true. Threading on a thin line here because uh, I didn't know. Well, that, George so. was definitely green, um, and, and no, Ringo may may not have been yellow. Um, mm, tell us, tell us about which yellow. colors make the best, um, the most useful characters in society. So, what 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 do you want oh. to re- come on, <laughs> come on? Yeah. <laughs> well, let's say you can you can combine. We have a challenge here because we have most green people. That's the majority. Close to, let's say for the sake of argument, every second individual you meet has mostly green in him or her. Not only green, but mostly green. Right. So those are the followers. Yeah, Jesus, not, yeah, Jesus was a green. Jesus was probably and green. He very warm-hearted, helpful, you know, and, yeah. and, and uh, probably a delightful character. But he wasn't a follower. He was followed. He was followed, yes, because humans are complex, right? right? And and I didn't make the observations myself. So okay. I, I wasn't in on the first deal there, so I really can't say. But uh, I read the Bible, but I would say you can be a leader regardless of your colors, depending on what your drivers are, your, your motivators. Right. And he probably had a really strong social drive. He also he was he was also probably result oriented, but then he was faithful. So. Who really knows? That's an interesting philosophical discussion, to be to be uh, to be serious. But uh, when it comes to if you can group people together, what you have least of is the red factor. Nine point five percent of the people are mostly red. Again, not only red but mostly red. Or as my wife says, she's only red. Nineteen percent red. A bit furious. Didn't I get a hundred? This is a stupid tool, you know. I have to read. Which is this. a very red thing to say. Very red thing to say. And I say, take it easy, take it easy. And and because only five percent of the people has only one color in their fundamental profile, which gives you only red people would be 0.5. And she says, I'm pretty unique, so you better write that down. I said, yes, dear. <laughs> of course. So, but anyways, so you have. Too little red, and you have maybe too much green to say that's a perfect balance, right. actually. But if you combine it, the yellow guy or girl, obviously, will bring up the idea, let's do this, let's try this out, bam! And the red one said, good idea, go and go away and do it. The green people will do the real work, and the blue ones will check it out afterwards. Did this get to be what we actually decided? Let's right. look at the quality here. So, so, and if you can combine this in a team, and that could be a football team, it could be a work team, it could be anywhere, then you actually can. It, it's really beneficial if everybody's in on the it's on so the idea. Isn't it? It's so important. Definitely. When, when so. you get it right, you sort of um, you're almost unbeatable, aren't you? 
if you get it right. If you can lead that kind of team, uh, you will be unbeatable. A sales team with all the characters <laughs> in it at the same time. The only challenge here is, of course, you need a team leader who actually can understand all of this. Yes. You need to deal with red, yellow, green and blue at the same time. So which who's, can that? Be... who's that person? What colour are they? That is somebody with a <laughs> good question. I'm not sure what the answer is. There's probably somebody with a really high self-awareness right. who knows him or herself really, really well. And who maybe has been different colours at different points in their life and maybe, exp- maybe walked all the, in everybody else's shoes for some time, maybe. The situation might vary. I mean, right. you have a, firstly, you have a, you have a sort of a personal character. You have who you really are when you're not influenced by anybody else. Yeah. When you, you sit home that, in your, you? well, you sit home and somebody says that's when you're sleeping, but maybe it's not that bad. When you're in your, have a cup of tea and reading a book, you know, when nobody's you know, interfering. That's and who anything, you are. Maybe that is who you are, or, or running in, in in the forest or whatever. But as soon as you meet other people, you will put in put on some kind of mask, right? As I'm putting on a mask now to talk to you Chris and to, to all of you thank you to, to sort of try to you know uh, adapt to the situation in a way and we do that subconsciously all the time you I talk about say. mirroring in here as well don't you it's better if you do it consciously if you actually know what you are adapting to and why you do it because different people tend to adapt to the same situation in a different way because a green person might, you know, slow down a little bit when they meet somebody else. Another one would speed up because they, they interpret the situation differently. Yeah. So if you know, I mean, just take one really, really simple example. Uh, if somebody's frowning at you, looking yeah. like this, you know, shrinks their forehead like this. Is this good or bad news? Well, it depends on who's doing it. If it's a red person, it's bad news. He's annoyed, frustrated, get out. Tell me what you have to say and then leave the room. Get out, just get out. But if it's a blue person, this frowning means focus, concentration. He's really paying attention. And if you understand these differences, you can really get along with close to anybody. That's really fascinating. And it goes all over the world. I want to be more green. Yeah, I think. But why? um, Because it's because I think it's more. Having read it, it's more collegiate. It's more peaceful. It's more sensitive. And because I don't want to be green exclusively, but I need the green to counter my red. That's why I don't want to be green exclusively at all. But I think for me, the combination would probably be best. And I hope I have a hint of green in me. Having said that, do you think the color that you could help? with being a bit more of is the one that that winds you up most because of your projection that you don't have it. Do you know what I mean by that? Mm, I think so. It's it's hard to answer because it, it differs from, from per person to person. Right. I'm sorry to say that. It, it, it's a really blurry answer, but <clears throat> I know, I mean, I mean, Again, these are only behaviors. Yes. Your drive is that's beneath the surface. If, you're, if, you, if you have a social drive, meaning you like to help people, then you can act in a green-ish way because you love to help people. Well, the red. way you do it is by saying, sit down and take a rest. That's the red <laughs> way of doing it. You have to do, go home and, and, and take a vacation, you know. Why are you still at work? <laughs> because I want to help you, but I'll do it in the red manner, so to speak. Yeah. A green person would say, oh, I, oh, oh, love, you seem really tight. Can I, can I take some burdens off your shoulders? Let me yeah. do the work for you. And yeah. you can go home and have a nice lie down and come back when you feel like it. Yeah. It's the same idea, but only sort of performed in a different way. And again, this is just what we see on the surface. Right, so when people come to you, and I know they do in their, their droves, and they say, please help us run this company better, please help us find mm-hmm. better personnel. Yeah. Can you give us a, a, a sort of brief elevator pitch of what you might offer and how you might do that? Everybody's struggling with with uh, bad communication. When the when the chain breaks, it's it's could be 10% routines, but it's mostly bad communication. If you learn to understand who you are and who you're adapting to, you will get rid of, I would say, close to 75% of all the unnecessary misunderstandings, miscommunication and conflicts that only, you know, you just lose time. And you've got to feel bad in your stomach about it. So if you want a smoother organization, less problems, that's the way to go. It won't solve everything, but it will solve a lot. And what about achieving a culture, a decent culture, where, where everybody wants to come here, everybody's having a good time, everybody's vibing on the same kind of frequency? Mm. How, how might you help with that? You have to start top down because the water is always pouring downwards. Yeah, yeah. I need to stop with the top management team. Well, you t- if I this can't is, start there, I this, can't do Sorry, it. there's a pyramid in your book and it reminded me of uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You have your own pyramid. What, what's mm. that about? Well, the communication pyramid you, you refer to. Which is to. what you're talking to. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, 
Let's, let, let's, if, you have, if you have a group meeting, let's consider it uh, like, like, uh, like a newspaper. You have to have a strong, strong headline, bam, to, to gain the interest from the red people. So they will pay to say, there's a fire going on. Okay, I'm all yours. What is it? Then you have to say something interesting in this, this quick summary in, 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 in uh, thicker letters. Sorry, I don't find the word. Yeah, right. up, uh, bolder font. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I am from Sweden. I know you. Know. By the way, you're doing very well. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm fascinated. No, but but then you have to give them some sort of summary to sort of uh, interest the yellow ones. Yeah. Then you have the whole article to sort of bring in the green ones because they want to know more and they, yeah. just, they want to know why is this important and how it's going to be. And then you need some 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 graphs, some 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 Excel spreadsheets for the blue ones. And if you can do all of it, yes, you will reach everybody in the room at the same time. But if you only do one or two of these bits, you will lose the majority. And that is bad news. So having read your book and being fascinated by it, what do you want us to take from it? And what can we do as a result, a consequence of that in our lives today? Because we've all read the book. So, you know, today I'm thinking, yeah, I know all this now. What can I do with it? What should I do with it? What should Vassus do with it? What should, what should we all do with what we now have learned from your book? Or is that a very red question? Too? Uh, it's like, what does it mean? <laughs> okay, twenty words. Well, no, it, it, it's of course it's absolutely the correct question. It's a it's a good question. I would say, remember what the starting point is. And that is always you. Yeah. To build self awareness. I mean, I came here on Sunday to Heathrow. Let's say I have called my travel agency up. Not that we do that anymore, but let's, for the sake of argument, say I did, and I said, get me a ticket to London, and they would say, no problem. And then they would ask me, from where would you like to go? Just imagine I said, never mind that. Don't be so problem-oriented. Just get me the damn ticket. <laughs> Sorry, technical <laughs> term. Such a good And then what's going to happen? Nothing's going to happen at all, because how will they solve it? Answer, they won't. So you need two dots on the map to connect the communication. It's the same way an interpersonal uh, relationships. You need to know from where you are coming. Starting point, build your self-awareness. You are the starting point. If you are reaching out to a yellow person as a red, you need to slow down. If you're green, you need to speed up. So you can't adapt to a yellow person the same way all the time. Doesn't work. Sorry, no, can do. It's, that's so interesting. Rachel, there it is. Do you find that when you meet people in new situations, are you in your heads trying to work out what colour they are? Yes. <laughs> And how quickly do you think you nail it? Uh, I down for me this is like a second language for me it takes me 30 40 seconds obviously if it's not three colors that could be kind of tricky but I need I need to see you act a little bit okay you're just sitting still so it's not much to analyze there until so you're acting blue yeah is that part <laughs> of her color the fact that she's doing could, that could be the case could be the case but you're smiling yeah so I don't think you're only blue You read the news, right? Yeah. Yeah. You like to, to find the news or do you look for them yourself or is it served to you? Or... It's a combination. It's a combination. But you like the research part also. Yeah. That's a bluish sort of manner, I would say. Okay. I think she's yellow and blue. Yellow okay. and blue. I don't think you're, on, you're, only, you're only blue because you smile too much. You look too friendly. <laughs> And she, by the way, once she's had a glass of wine, different story. Um, <laughs> that that, that's also, that's a chapter in the book too. That's I could tell you much more about that. Okay. Uh, Vassos. I'm so far. There's a place in the UK that's like the furthest away from the sea. I think it's in Derbyshire. So I think I'm the place in yellow that's the furthest away from any other colour. You might I'm, be completely yellow. I might be the geometric centre of yellow, but I'm sort of all right with that. Yes, that's why people like you so much. Well, thank you for saying that. <laughs> of course, he I is. like you too. Who are you anyway? <laughs> no, he is really popular. It's so annoying for me. Yeah, but you know, yellow people, they have this way of, you know, they, they open up people, they ask questions. Let's talk about me for a while. You, you have any, it's like, can I tell me about my sister? Do we have time? Really quick. Sure, no, sure. My sister, she is painfully yellow. I say that with, with a warm What's heart. What's her name? Because you talk about her in the book. Uh, she tells me, don't ever reveal my name. I, 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 she's in, no, I'm not going to tell you her name. She's not on social media. That's my, <clears throat> I said, my, my silence can be bought. But anyway, she's yellow. And what she has, she has this thing. She smiles all the time, you know, and talks and every time. But, and, and she asks questions. Oh, how about you? And what about this? And what did you do for your weekend? And what happened? And what about the cats and the dogs and, and, and grandma and everything? But she never listens to the answer. Never, ever. She doesn't hear what I'm saying. She can ask the same question five times in 20 minutes. I, I, I have started to, ask, uh, to answer her differently each and every time to see what's going to happen. Nothing's ever happened. 
she doesn't pay attention. Yeah. But she's lovely. Everybody loves her yeah, yeah. because she's so positive and friendly and kind. And she survived the pandemic by introducing after work on Zooming, you know, champagne, Zooming with all her friends, you know, and so sold the tricky situation yeah. by just going extrovert, bam, but online. So, so she's a survivor. So do you think people. yellows are the most liked out of the colours then? Well, okay, to be to be completely honest for a second, yellow is on the surface very delightful, very 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 nice to be around and they make you feel good, they make you feel comfortable, they they, they make you feel just oh wow and they give you full attention and everything. They don't find their papers and they will sort of drop things and 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 what happened over there and was it me who's you know taking the protocol here? I don't know. I lost my pen. So that can be slightly annoying for some people, especially yeah. blue people. What about the longer you know a yellow? Do they get a bit more frustrating? Because they're great, aren't they, in, in small hits? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But it depends. Again, it depends <laughs> on who you are. If you're another yellow person, you can't see. I mean, this is this is heaven. This is heaven. If you're blue, it's going to be a bit of a struggle, I guess. I guess. I think the reason you were... I think I'm a red. I think you're a yellow. I think now that the, the, the Don here has d- defined you as a blue, and I think Mary's a green, and I think that's why the show works so well. Maybe? Would that, would the, could that be a, a good combo, the fact we're all... I think you're the perfect match. Totally. Absolutely. <laughs> what can I say? I, 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 I mean, I, I can see that already. Um... Mm. Well, we've only got one more minute left to go. What would okay. you, so please say something amazing that will push people towards this book. Surrounded by Idiots by Thomas Erickson, who's gracing us with his presence now. Well, if you want to meet less idiots in your life, this might be a good starting point. But remember the following. You can't change somebody else, but you can change yourself. Yeah. Even if people around you are super annoying and, and frustratingly stupid or irritatingly, I don't know, you can't change somebody else, but you can change yourself. Even in a relationship, even when you know that you're right and the other one is wrong, you can't change them. I was trying to figure out yourself. my wife's colour and I was really struggling with it. I think mm. she might be a blue after... After Thomas has defined well, you should hand over the book to her and she will tell you. She doesn't read. Oh. Oh. She won't read. Okay. But is that so? so she can't be a blue, can she? Not everybody reads. No, but she's she's actually very she's very sort of she's a brilliant she's brilliant at art and she's she, and she loves a spreadsheet as well. She's good mm-hmm. at maths. Okay. okay. She's very organised, okay. very pragmatic, okay, very reliable, very stoic. What do you think? That what? sounds a bit bluish. Could also be a theoretical driver. Depends. Depends. Okay. All right, but one of the best, um, like a sort of thing to do is don't jump on a person's personality. Let you know as you get older, give them a bit more space. Let them tell you who they are, mm. and from a, like a martial artist, use their energy as opposed to expending your own trying to change them. Work with the person, the color that you're with. Well put. Yeah? Well put. Exactly. Thomas, what else are you doing while you're here? Uh, I'm doing a lot of uh, TV shows, oh, the radio shows, <clears throat> a lot of okay. interviewing, and Very I'm giving loud. a lecture uh, this uh, this uh, this evening. Great. Something called the How To Academy. I think there's tickets left. <clears throat> Sorry for Where, that. Whereabouts? Uh, here in London. Okay, How To Academy, and uh, we'll try and give that a shout out. Tom, great to meet you, man. Thanks Thank for your you work. So Do you have Thanks another one up me. your sleeve? Sure. There's another one p- going to be published in September called uh, Surrounded by vampires as in energy vampires about everybody who will steal your energy and your power just by entering the room that's going to be a that's a that's a treat will you come back and talk about that i hope so you're very welcome that's it for tuesday we'll see you on thursday rachel um because you're off tomorrow and see you tomorrow vassal see you tomorrow okay thank you team have a great day everyone bye-bye every year one thing is always predictable postage costs go up Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.